Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. These are solutions. That there's no, this is not backing Trump. This is not backing Obama. It's just a real solution to the problem which is exactly what we fucking need right now. It ain't good. Trust you, Danny. It ain't good. What? There there are these like little pockets of flatulence that are escaping my sphincter and it's one of the most horrifying aromas that have ever hit my nose. And I, I just did one. I got spit. And on I you. fear that it's headed your way. Oh <laughs> There's no way we can we can start start the show like this. I'll I'll do it though if I have to. It's a heated week, you know. And if 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 my friends want to abandon me during the most important pivotal times you know actually, in podcast nah, programming nah, nah, history, nah, 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 that's that that's right. Get I back here. You. I got you against. Suck it up through the nose. I got you through flatulence and Eugene Goo. Don't you worry. About <laughs> it. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Should we get a better opening than that? I, I know it's just like I know it's good. Try, I know it's it. like technically it's good for normal impulsive episode, but like we're we're on such a good wave of momentum, like positivity, like uh, actual impactful change in the world, and we just opened the next episode of our podcast by talking about farts. I think. Listen, F- I can. I can. I can get you there. I'll, t- I'll tell you how. I'm, I'm here. No, I think you're good. I'll tell you why, dude. The stress of this week is annihilating me rectally. I be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be right on the same page as you. I, I cannot stop pooping, and I think a lot of other people can relate to that. This is a shitty week. That's it's a true. shitty week. Welcome, it is. Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world, trying to give you guys some some inspiration, motivation, light. Words that you may be able to latch onto in these dark, dark, precarious, tumultuous times. That is America. This is America. I'm ashamed to say this is America. This is Amer- This is the current state of America. And like, you know this. You know me. I'm not. We are not a politically based, a political based podcast. But this is. This is beyond politics. This is humanity. And so that's why we, we've been harping on a lot of this shit. And it's so funny because I'm going to say something with a little bit of weight to it. Go for it. You um, did it last episode, by the way. Bravo. Oh, the, rea- the reaction to that has been has been super powerful. So what do you, what do you got for us it's today, good. Maestro? Yeah, I want to dive into that. A yeah, yeah. Bit. And, you know, we went to the protests. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about my experience there, our experience there. Um, but I... I have I have made dumb videos my whole life, my whole life, and yet somehow directing my energy towards this cause and this movement for the past week has made me feel more significant than ever. Mm-hmm. For the first time in my life, I feel like the content that I'm putting out is actually important. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. This is a That's great. this is this is a revelation for me, I, mm-hmm. bro. For 15 years now, I have been making videos purely based on entertainment. Mm-hmm. And although I'm positive 
with the Maverick movement, with with my journey, I've inspired people. But this is on a whole nother level. The 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 things we're saying and doing now at this particular window in time, mm-hmm. because of what's happening, because of the the George Floyd injustice and and all we're doing is attempting to be an ally and amplify the voices of of the oppressed. Mm-hmm. Bro, I actually feel like <laughs> this stuff we're doing is important. And I think and I can't yeah. believe I've never felt this before. You feel like you're adding value as opposed to just for distraction. The, for the first time. Nice. I wanna it's I wanna, crazy. I wanna stop you before somebody says that. I think a lot of people are scared to talk about their personal feelings because they fear that people will say they've made it into a me story. I enjoy you talking about this because I think it'll empower other creators to feel the same way. I think it's, I think it's important to mention that it makes you feel good. I have always been one to stand up for people's uh, uh, justification and why they do things regardless of what it is. I've, I have never cared that much about, okay, Certain circumstances, picking your rioting outfit for Instagram. No, taking pictures <laughs> with a drill in front of a board and then walking away without actually fixing anything. No, but if, but if, if self gratification and making yourself feel good is a, is the end result of you doing good for the world, then by all means, go for it, homie, yeah. go, go socially jerk yourself off. I'm here for it. <laughs> And I'm not saying that's what you did by any means, no, but it feels but good to give back, of course. And if well, that's why you do it, then I am cool with that. So I didn't. So I, he's totally right, but that obviously wasn't my intent. This right, was like no. this was something that. And again, I, I've I said this in the last podcast for the first time. I feel like I've I've woken up. I've come into uh, an inkling of my own as an adult. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I said in the last podcast as well. It's taken me 25 years to realize, like, holy shit. We have an audience. We have a platform. We have people that listen. Mm-hmm. But the amount of white people that texted me based on my my little speech about white privilege and and the injustice in, in the last episode is is remarkable. I didn't know how many white folks had no idea that this type of thing was taking place or existed. Mm-hmm. Like they're saying, I I changed their um their perspective on what it means to be a white person and like. You know, we dove into the idea of white privilege a little bit, and I got pretty fiery about uh, its existence. Yeah, and I, I, it's it's not to um, take anything away from from the white people who've been or who have had a, a tough life. Yeah. All it is is saying that your life has not been made harder by the color of your skin. See, I like what you did there, already. It gives me it gives me an easy lead when we do get to this starting at the bottom bracket of solutions like at least admit to the small things which you just would you acknowledge acknowledge that's it and be aware of recognize and and i've looked around and noticed that i could i could probably command a hefty group of people um should i direct energy in that way recognize now i'm weaponizing yeah. yeah. Now I'm now I'm attempting to influ- to influence. I, I talk fucking to, being an influencer, finally having an, an influence. Yeah. I talked with Spencer it's, about it's this today. Insane. I talked with Spencer about this today. He actually, use the same word as like weaponize. I don't know if that's the right mentality to have because it's it's not necessarily a weapon. You remember in, uh, Arrival when they when the aliens come and they talk about having like the word that they mess up is weapon and it's supposed to be tool. Mm, the scary part nice. is when it's a weapon. It's not a tool. You have a, or a it's not a weapon. It's a massive tool. Or like a bandage. It's like a, uh, you're like comparison. the, you're like the triage yeah. guy. Because yeah. yeah. I understand what you're saying when you say weaponized, but you're really just mobilizing the, the ability to activate people and say, this is, 
you know where we're going. There's a fork in the road, and we're not going down that road anymore. Facts. Nice. Don't don't pick up any weapons because you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. That, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's a, there's a power in us white folk that now I'm telling you, if you're watching this podcast, it's your responsibility to activate on that. All right, let's dive in a little bit. Let's talk about going on, Mike. What do you got? All right. So a lot is going on. A lot is going on. As we can tell, the protests have been going on all week. And just as we're starting the show today, breaking news, Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison is increasing charges against Derek Chauvin to second degree murder in George Floyd's case and also charging the other three officers. Nice. Massive. Nice. Massive victory. Definitely a, a huge factor and a huge marching point for the protesters. People wanted to see justice served to people that acted as accessory to murder, Mm -hmm. as well as an upgrade on Derek Chauvin to second degree, which showed intent to kill uh, and and disregard for human life. Um, I hope that although it is a uh, outward facing point to upgrade that charge, I hope that the evidence is there to convict because if we lose the conviction on that murder charge, these riots will seem like, just a a, oh, yeah. a a walk in the park. Yeah. It'll be one of the biggest problems ever. So hopefully they've got what they need for that. So that's a so that's a point. Um, and I think now, I mean, I, I listen. The past couple of days for me, I know I know you've you've talked about how you've felt going through this, and you were at the protest. For myself, the past few days have felt uh, uh, very impactful watching the, the protest, but also have felt very divisive and toxic in a lot of the dialogue around the protest and what's happening online. The, the dialogue, sure, but I'll tell you, bro, going to that protest oh, yesterday, yeah. yo, that affected me. That affected me. And by the way, I was walking after we walked through. God knows how many miles do you think we walked? Six and you tracked it, six and a half miles. It ain't, it ain't a lot. There are a lot of people walking there more, but it's it's not like we took a little stroll in the park. We took right. a walk. Yeah. Right? You would not have been able to do it. Like I know. Straight I, up, that like your your ankle would not have permitted. Me. I heard <laughs> David. David told me, and it's all and it's also been an interesting point to to uh, consider as well. The first day we went down to the protest, yeah. uh, a group of what's called the more prepared protesters. They had the mass and oh, yeah, everything fully, on, fully. fully fully ready for for war yeah. or what have you. Came up to us and said your voices are more useful at home. I'm not saying they're right. It was just something I considered. We, we command an audience of millions. And so I've, I, this is just something I've been thinking about. It's a question I've had. Are, should we be focusing our energy on spreading the positive news that's coming out of this, spreading next steps, or putting another body on the turf? Or, or both. I think we've split I'm, the I'm difference. A, I'm going to be that little, that little yeah, girl from yeah, the yeah, taco yeah. commercial yeah. who goes, why not both? Nice, like, nice, nice. Why not both? Especially because like, I'll sit on this podcast and I'll say things. Ain't nothing like leading by example. Yeah, yeah, facts. fucking nothing like leading by example, bro. Yeah. And, and it, you know, if if we are any influencer, like, I again, I urge all influencers and, and celebrities to get out there and protest. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing I noticed. That wasn't Yesterday was not about me, not even in the slightest. Yesterday was about the collective and the movement. Yeah. And I believe any celebrity influence or whatever can show up and not have to worry about being mobbed because you're not this isn't a this isn't about you. It's about it's your about body. How are you guys feeling about the celebrity and influencer space and their reaction to what's going on? Good and bad. Yeah. Good yeah, and bad. It's it's um <laughs> we talked about this a little bit in the last episode. Like just we've seen some great stuff. Mm-hmm. We've seen some people activate really, really responsibly and do a great job of it. Yeah. We've also seen uh, some influencers decide to skip it. I can't I once again I can't imagine living in America right now and finding any way to be able to skip this. You can't. Yeah. Bro, this has <laughs> fully consumed my life. 
my life. It's all I care about. And like I was, some influencers are doing the following, post a link, express a few thoughts Mm -hmm. that you may have seen somewhere else. Yeah. I, I would, again, urge influencers to do a little bit of research. Not even research. How about this? Digest some black programming. Investigate. Okay? Yeah. This is where I started. Real easy steps. If you want to be influenced first, I think I, I think for people, um, if you make them feel something, you win. Oh, yeah. So among my, my research in the past week, I watched two pieces of programming that I'm going to highly recommend. One is called The 13th. It's on Netflix. Netflix. It's a documentary about uh, systemic racism in America. It's awesome. 13th Amendment. That's what we talked about in the last podcast. Other one, I finished watching it last night, When They See Us. Yeah. The story Central about the Park, Central Park, Park Five. Yeah. I, I cannot believe. Crazy story. Yo, that is an understatement. Yeah. I cannot believe the horrors, the injustices that have taken place in this country. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm being dramatic right now and I sound dramatic. No, no, but, you don't. Yo, if you know anything about this story and especially if you've, you've seen um, the four part series on Netflix and shout out to Ava, Ava DuVernay, the, the female uh, African-American director who of this series, who you could tell this woman has invested her all into making this the best piece of programming that is going to, uh, uh, implement change mm-hmm. and yo girl it fucking worked like kudos to you congratulations um, to all the actors everyone on 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 that project you guys absolutely murdered it you have no idea the amount of positive change that, that is happening because of that and like programming entertainment um, media can be so powerful when when weaponized correctly like what Watching those two programs, weaponized correctly. Yeah. Tooled. I'm, I'm, yes, no, weaponized. <laughs> like it's, it is a weapon. It not, not, okay. might not be a is weapon it? of mass destru- destruction, but it's a weapon. I think it, you just got to watch connotation of the word weapon. That's all I'm saying here. Well, no, 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 I mean, no, 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 no. The listener has to watch connotation of the word weapon. I yeah. don't, like, don't, I'm not talking about guns. I, and, no, I get that. I get that. But it is, I just think there's a difference. There. I, I also, and I, I agree with I Matt. Get, I, I, yeah, I agree with you on, on watching the connotation. I do, but I also, so let's, I, Yesterday, I made a, a point that I wanted to start focusing on solutions. Mm-hmm. It, I think we have spent the past week talking about problems, talking about issues that are wrong in this country with police, with racism. And I, and I think I woke up this morning feeling a little bit lighter and a little bit more focused on how to start fixing the issues, right? And while I feel that way, there, there's an issue that that we've learned through this process more than probably any other process there are unfortunately slash fortunately will always be people out there who do not feel the same way as you absolutely and that is the biggest thing that we are up against right now we have had protests and marches against racism in this country for the past week that have done a great deal to raise awareness unfortunately there is a massive part of this country who does not believe still that racism exists at all, at all. And so when you start to work on problems that racism is embedded in, they are closed off. Okay. I, I love what you're saying. Yeah. I want to put a benchmark in this because Go again, it. like how do we enact change? Okay. Yeah. Action steps. I would, I would assume most people who listen to this podcast or even who have made it this far in this podcast are not the, ta- the target group of people you're talking about. Abs- so, abs- it's, so it's up to our people to spread the, ones the fighting the good fight. So like I said, hold, hold people accountable. That's right. All it is. Right. I'm sorry. No, no, that's, that's good. That's good. 
There's an even bigger part of the nation, however, that will say racism exists, but they don't believe that it has a large enough effect on the black people or the Asian people or Hispanic people to actually do something about it. Mm -hmm. And so what I've been trying to do for the past couple of days is propose solutions where we could bring these people all the way down to the bottom. How far are you willing to go? What are you willing to admit? Can we all agree at the very least that there is an issue within the police community that results in aggressive use of force on U.S. citizens and that there is a way to do better? I think you'd be delusional not to. Delusional. Right. And so I'll, I'll, I'll cite an example. Um, in Louisville, just this past week, police killed David McAtee after a shootout with him during the riots in the city. Uh, here's, here's a quote from, from some news people. Surveillance footage appeared. <laughs> surveillance footage appeared to show McAtee fire at police first as officers used pepper balls to clear a crowd in the neighboring parking lot, according to video released Tuesday. Okay, so maybe it was justified. I don't know the exact facts on this or what the evidence shows. Okay. Louisville Metro Police Chief Steve Conrad, because it's a it's irrelevant to this next point. Louisville Louisville or Louisville Metro Police Chief Steve Conrad was fired after officials discovered that two of his officers involved in McAtee's shooting had not activated their body cameras. And the mayor went on to say this type of institutional failure will not be tolerated. That's a solution. That is a solution to the problem that we are talking about right now. Cops are where this is an ongoing and reoccurring trend. Now I'm once again, irrelevant to the fact of, or, or, or evidence that shows whether the shooting was justified or not. Police wear body, body cameras to protect the innocent and themselves. So if an innocent person is shot, they have a claim to, to claim police misconduct. The police then have a way to prove that they were innocent if, if something happens that was justified. Create laws and rules that require police body cameras to be on and penalties for when they are turned off. That is a solution that everyone can get in bed with immediately. Mm, I agree. But how, how do we enact that, Michael? I, I have to imagine that body cameras are... To, like right now, they're supposed to be on when things are happening, right? And they're not. And right? they're not. But what's? I mean, is there? Do you say penalty? I don't know. I don't well, know. That, so that so that doesn't exist. And and how and how does it get solved? Is is reform at the the state and local level? Well, I mean, how? Let's let's go step by step. Voting. Okay, right. Voting. Voting for responsible parties to to enact change that you want to see. Mm-hmm. Voting for state and local officials that state and local officials that share the same values that the people do. Okay, so yeah, you keep going down a step. But all I'm really trying to do right now is get the pundits and the people on the left and right to come together to agree on common issues. That's it. No matter how low on the totem pole they are. (laughs) Mike, you sound like a presidential candidate. Listen, I'm not the only one who thinks this. I've seen tweets, Mike. Look at this. John Postens. Look at this. This guy said. He said, is it appropriate to give Logan Paul and Mike Malak for being <laughs> the most articulate, reasonable presence in mainstream media with the most recent impossible shows? Lots of great, great points were made. It's going to be you, Mike. It's going to be us. <laughs> it's going to be us. That's it. But, but listen, that's I'm a, gonna be honest. It is. It is fucking ridiculous. And, 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 why, why us? Yeah. And why? here's the here's the problem. Because people don't want to people don't want to talk about this shit. They want the fiery talking points. They want me flipping out on Trump. They want to clip that. Look at him flipping out on Trump. This guy's crazy. Clip it. Post yeah. it everywhere. That's what they want. Solutions bore people. But this is what's going to fix the problem. <laughs> yeah. 
I made I made it I made a tweet last night that the required hours to become a barber. Shout out to all the good barbers out shout there, out, by the way. Out. Thank you. Never underestimate power of a good fade. Are, shout out Ron. Thanks, bro. Are more than the required hours to become a police officer. Barbers are required to take 1,500 hours of training, which takes approximately 10 months. Police officers are at the academy for, at academy for roughly six months. Now, I did get some pushback on that since the academy is more rigorous and there's a six-month probation period mm-hmm. thereafter. Okay, so fine. Maybe the comparison isn't perfect. Also, also, who who's gonna like when you walk in to apply for a barbership job and you're like, how many hours you got? And he's like, well, four, four, fourteen hundred and eighty. No, you like, need well, to. You're 20 no, hours you short, need to be. Sorry. No, you need to be, be licensed. Barber. You, you need, need to be licensed. Yes, to be you need to be licensed to get a job in a barbershop. Absolutely. Because of Sweeney, the Sweeney Todd. I don't know. I don't know. But, but listen, you're just, you're just killing people with razors. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. Okay, listen. All right, all right. So maybe the, com- the comparison is not perfect. So let's go down to the next level again. Meet me somewhere, my people. Meet me somewhere. <laughs> Other countries require officers to train for years to become an officer. Years. Most of those officers aren't even armed. And I'm not saying that our officers shouldn't be armed. But what I'm saying is if we're going to arm them, let's require a little bit more time no using more. their service weapons and learning how to de-escalate situations properly and not fire on innocent victims. And as a result of the training, those countries see a far lower rate of police-related malpractice. Can we all, Ben Shapiro, Sean King, both of you guys, meet me right here. Can we all agree that something can be done to make police, police officers more ready for the extreme stressors of their daily job? That would help. These are solutions. That there's no, this is not backing Trump. This is not backing Obama. It's just a real solution to the problem, which is exactly what we fucking need right now. I started this conversation with, she told me a a, a horrifying account of living in Chicago and being taken to a place called Homan Square. I looked up Homan Square on Google and found an article that was titled Homan Square Revealed How Chicago Police Disappeared 7,000 People and read on about, about an off-the-books interrogation warehouse. She had told me about this in the past, an off-the-books police black site, similar to CIA black sites. Mm-hmm. You're brought there. You get no phone calls. You aren't allowed to talk to your attorney. You aren't allowed to talk to anyone. For the time you spend at Home and Square in Chicago, I think it was shut down in 2015. You know, this was back to Rahm Emanuel era. You are disappeared. You you do not exist. 6,000 of the 7,000 people brought to Home and Square were black. Mm -hmm. That to me seems like an issue that we should (laughs) solve. And this one was solved, but something (laughs) tells me that there's probably more like these. So what all I'm saying is forget the divisive speech. I have that I am guilty of myself at times. And I will be, I will say that right now. I love police officers, all the good cops out there that fight every day to make the streets safer. I know I've been very divisive on certain topics and I apologize if you felt like that undermined your cause or to peaceful protesters or even to Trump at times who has done good things. But can we, but maybe the last one, a little bit less, but can we, can we at least come to agreement that we can start solving the issues using actual reform? Sure. That's it. I I would like to walk this back a little bit um, because that's mostly about police stuff. And those are definitely proposed solutions. The solution is when there's actually a thing written down and given to someone who is in power right now in order to make that happen. Yeah, Bill. So those are proposed solutions. They're not exactly solutions, but we can continue to propose solutions and get the conversation going and go and uh, just 
ball rolling on that kind of stuff. I had a really good conversation with my friend from Cleveland today. He moved out to Philly. Uh, it goes by the name Toussaint. He's an artist, one of the uh, most brilliant minds I've seen. He's a conscious person, really focused on uh, community activism. He doesn't want to be called an activist. He's not, but he really believes in organizations and getting together with people in order to have an amplified voice You know, with civil discourse and having a a genuine conversation about the things that are happening right now. Um, And some of the things, I mean, maybe more people related things as opposed to just police and uh, military reform, which we know is very difficult to happen. Um, But like I said, one of the things he really preaches is, uh, and I'm going to do my best to uh, reflect his views here. Okay. Yeah. One of the big things. I think, I think you missed some context. He is, he is black, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Um, And he's, he's, I'm telling you, man, this guy thinks uh, powerfully and he's able to use his words. He's a, he's a poet and he's a musician and he's able to use his words in order to uh, spread a message that is just kind of his historical or historian view of what's happening, documentarian view of what's happening. Um, And as far, as far as proposed solutions, I mean, there's, these aren't necessarily, necessarily solutions, but they're things that we're seeing. I'm going to. The uh, one of the things that we're seeing right now is uh, talked about Instagram earlier was uh, the black boxes and uh, people just posting things and posting things and posting things. Yeah, I got something to say about that. Oh, I got something yeah, go to ahead. say about we, that. We caught a lot of shit for cutting him off. I'm so hesitant on the last one. I'm so hesitant to not let him finish his first point. I, I don't. I don't care, bro. That's a massive, <laughs> massive. Oh, I want to talk Absolutely. about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yo, no, awesome. are we good? I'm, I'm we're good to go. Bring this up go to ahead. talk about it okay. with you guys okay. on the show that we talk to each other. Yes, sir. I, look, I get it. Uh, it's a movement. <laughs> to show a collective of people embracing a silence and a blackout. Um, I posted it. Uh-huh. Then I actually got a little mad at myself for posting it <laughs> because I realized mm-hmm. my intent was just everyone else is doing it. I, I might as well do, do it, it. And I was beating myself up over it because mm-hmm. the next day, because I jumped on the bandwagon and I I literally hate that I did that because like <laughs> everything I stand for is not that. But um, <laughs> I did it just like everyone else. And the next day I'm scrolling through my feed and I can't see fucking anything black boxes boxes everywhere see things that would be important and helpful for you to learn that's the only way i've been learning i see something on social media it affects me i I go deeper yeah now i can't see anything except black boxes and i get it i I totally get it again i posted we all you didn't post it i I posted a tweet that said i will not be posting a black box on social media today make your voice your black box make your dollars your black box most importantly make your vote your black box y'all know where i stand that movement got annihilated beaten down by everybody so and and we talked about this unfortunately the black box pursuit was an example of the sometimes poorly planned mobilization of this cause planning is everything yeah. planning is ev- everything right. so and unless and unless you are able to organize and properly mobilize you will lose the black square is a Massive example of a social trend. It's called slacktivism. Okay, to, to give it Go context. For it. So that's yep. that's kind of a virtual virtue signaling thing. I want to stand by these people, but I don't really know what to do. So I'm going to, uh, you know, slacktivism. Yeah, yeah. To, yeah. To, oh, to, so it's a great perfect. term. It's a great term. <laughs> hey, you guys got this. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. But you're you know you're standing behind a fence and two barricades and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's it's uh you know recognizing who the real heroes are in this situation it is the people who are getting out and giving back to the communities getting involved uh helping out people who you know don't aren't having their needs met and this this is like what's going on behind the scenes making this change isn't sexy who's writing down the things who's who uh the legislation to make the changes happen who's um 
you know, handing out meals or who's, you know, really getting involved, standing on the front lines. Those are the people that are really making the change. And yes, it's amazing that uh, everyone is really adding their voice to this equation and no one should be shunned for adding their voice, but it should, uh, you know, you should make sure that what you're doing is really in line with your personal beliefs and doing your best to explain to people, maybe not explain, but um, not just talk about it, but to be about it. If you really want something to happen, you have to go and uh, vote, boycott, absolutely. Come up with a plan. I put, I put up a. I think boycotting would be crazy. We got to talk about it. I I I saw, I saw a tweet that uh, the owner of PepsiCo was it PepsiCo or so one of them had had funded Trump's. It was I believe it was Wendy's. When, so, so it's the owner of the 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 parent company yeah. that that owns Wendy's Coke. I, yep. I believe is on the, under the same. I, I need to go go ahead and do the research. I saw all of it. I'm I'm slightly reluctant to boycott based solely on. You just don't want boycott I, fast food. Let's right? go, I want Wendy's. <laughs> no, I'm sli- I'm slightly reluctant to boycott certain things based solely on their contributions to a certain person. I don't think that automatically means that you are anti a cause. Brutal. Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, Wendy's franchisee gives 200k more to Trump re-election. And and by the way, fine. That's fine. Actually, you know what? Fuck. I'll take it. I take it back. If you want, if you want to boycott that, and by the way, that happened with Bang Energy, I believe. The I'm Bang so Energy. Here to tell you to boycott yeah. this because, like, I want you to stop eating Taco Bell. You should be, <laughs> you should be careful. <laughs> for, like, health no, you should, that's one. But you should be careful because it's franchisee. It's, I know it's that's not the organization. Too. I know. That's I just, a I one particular person that is who owns a few Wendy's. It might. You should maybe dig into who those. Uh, who the owner of that yeah. those chains are and where they're located, but don't just boycott so Wendy's because they they are owned by well, there are people I'm around saying. the world. I, I'm telling Wendy's. you to boycott them regardless because sure. it'll be good Bad for, for you. <laughs> I, I'm fine with that. It's not good for you. Uh, no. There, it, there have been a lot of people also asking um, about the uh, the effect of these riots. And you brought up the solutions I was la- labeling before as proposed solutions, which they are, and yeah. that's a very that's a very big point. And I did a little bit of digging. And after the death of Martin Luther King, there were in 1968, there were riots that lasted months, mm-hmm. burned over 100 cities. Absolutely. Killed more than 40 people. 15,000 were arrested. And I'm not, I'm, once again, this is not my justification of a riot. I'm not telling anybody to go out there and burn anything. What I will say is that the impact of those riots, the impact of that massive uprising, was the revival and the signing of the Civil Rights Act mm-hmm. in America. So I don't, I, I, well, I do not justify, once again, stealing from mom and pop shops, violence in the streets. I, I actually condemn that. But at the same time, the result of it in 1968 was the signing of one of the most important bills in the history of black America. And so this is some complex yeah. shit. It, it's, I, it's, I it, yeah, this. go In, in go, my yeah. conversation with uh, Stoke or Toussaint, uh, as he goes by, um, one of the things we talked about was how the narrative so far has been that black people just lie down and aren't aggressive or not aggressive or aggressors or they don't have any reaction to when they're they're spurned and when they're being uh, attacked, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and that that's simply not the case because, you know, of that exact example that you just gave. And yes, it's it's not great to to riot and steal and loot and all that, but. One of the important things is that there there is something happening. It's you can't just have body after body after body being buried for something that we know is wrong and not have a reaction. Facts. If you do the same thing over and over again I and like expect it. a different result. I liken it to this. Right. 
the lion keeper can only poke the lion with his stick so many times before the lion snaps back. Perfectly what, said. What the I fuck love that. do you expect? Kind of, kind of perfectly said. But in this circumstance, the lion keeper can only shoot and kill the family members of the headline so many times yeah. before the headline says, yo, stop killing my sons. Stop killing my sisters and yeah. brothers. Yeah. Poking. I'd be OK. I'm not even I'm not OK with poking. But I don't think we'd be seeing a massive uprising if people were getting hit with batons. Right. These people are fucking dying. Yeah. And so it's it's like how many and that's the question I keep coming back to people people on the on the side of of peace and 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 making the protest stop send me videos of downed police officers and re, a, the retired police officer who shot and killed trying to defend in the uh, looting of televisions mm-hmm. G- god dang it get me his name please officer dorn yeah terrible terrible and someone said to me is this what you want is do you want to see this kind of stuff happen no i don't but Officer Dorn, 1,000 dead black men at the hands of a, of a malpracticing police unit. Yeah. So it's, it's, it, people need to understand that there is a massive issue here. And, it, and, and by the way, it fucking sucks. Yeah, it sucks that it had to get to a point where blood had to be spilled to fix the issue. Yeah. So this, the way Toussaint said it was, this is the physical manista- manifestation of trauma inflicted on black people. I, yeah, I think it's very well absolutely. Said. absolutely. Um, one thing I kind of want to get into is a, uh, a more psychological understanding of what's going on um, as far as the life in fear and what it means to be constantly living in fear and then looking to evolve out of that. Great point. Yeah. Fear is a survival instinct. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is it uh, fear created by government? What, what type of fear are you talking about? Um, just right now the fear is to – uh, what is it? Outside, being, outside being, being black. black. Yeah. Being black. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Being outside while being black is, I guess, one of the, the modes of fear right now. Um, and psychologically, fear breeds stress. And when you're stressed, yeah. you're unable to really focus on the things that are good, positive, yep. peaceful, generous, all those, you know, things on the other side of the equation, um, rooted in love. And what what things, what can we say or what can we talk about that kind of um, ameliorates the fear, right? Because right now there's there's no uh, actual f- steps that we have, right? We're still proposing solutions. We're still looking at ways yep. to uh, mitigate the fear and reduce the stress levels of all. That the is not that. Yeah, that is not a. That is not going to be an easy one to. So no, 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 no. His point is, it's everything. You're one thousand percent right. It's everything on both sides. And I'll give you an example from another fucking thing that I mentioned. I I said this racism has historically been rooted in an unjustified fear, fear that the black man will take a white man's job or a white man's wife or a white man's land. This movement doesn't aim to reverse that fear, but simply to stop white cops from disproportionately killing blacks. (laughs) If you can't support that, fuck you. That is my tweet. There is fear on both sides. There is fear in the white man Mm -hmm. that the black man will rise up and take over the country. Mm-hmm. It is an unjustified fear and ups, an unsubstantiated fear that has existed since the inception of America. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, you have the very justified justified and substantiated claims from black people that they are scared to go out of their house. Yes. When I drive in my car, you've seen this time and time again, when a black person gets in their car and they see a cop behind them, 
Now, I look at it a little bit differently personally because I've been on the wrong side of the law. So take me out of the equation. Logan, on the other hand, when he sees a cop behind him, and I'll speak for you. I'm sorry. And let me know if I speak wrong. You feel safe. Hey, there's a cop behind me. Like this guy's got my best interests in mind. If I if something were to happen to me right now, this police officer would do everything in his power to help me. That is the exact opposite of what black people feel. If I go over the speed limit by five, five miles per hour right now, it could lead to me being pulled over, which could then lead to me, even if I do obey the orders of the police officer, as we've seen, mm-hmm. it could lead to me being murdered or, or arrested and, and sent to jail for something I may or may not have done. It is a constant state of fear for both the black man in America and the racist white man in America. Mm-hmm. And the unfortunate part of the situation is fear is not something easily addressed. That is, that is a deep, deep rooted issue that will take hundreds of fucking years Maybe. to address. I mean, no, no, no. He could take at least a hundred years. We're all, we're all fearful over certain things all over the place, but the one, you know, racism fear is something we can definitely attack at the root and start to work on. Absolutely. Yeah. There's just evil people in the world, man. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I envy the dude who can eradicate all of them. Seems a little far fetched. Mm. I, you know, some people are just born bad, and, this- and and it's it's unfortunately I don't see stopping until humanity is replaced with androids, <laughs> like, wow. which we talked about. <laughs> but this is but this cause like I I go I want go back to one more time. This cause isn't even about that. This cause is just giving black people the right to live. That's what I'm saying. That's it. That's what I'm saying. And once again, if you can't get on board for that, then I don't <laughs> know what to say to you. It's just simply – and listen, there's a lot – there are statistics out there abroad. And it is – and statistics, although you know I love data, being a businessman, although statistics tell a story and it is what, it is what the uh, uh, people who are against the Black Lives Matter movement use the most – why do I never see videos of white men being killed by cops? Why do I? This could be just me. I, I, I'll speak. Uh, I may be I ignorant. I, do they not? Do they not rise to the top of socials? It's like uh, it's it's back to the narrative thing. So that's not the narrative we're pushing right now because, like, chances are probably if a white man is. Well, don't you think they would have been served up by Trump or by, or sorry, not by Trump, but by someone on the other? Like, where are the videos? Like, who said it the other day? You'll never see a video. Of a cop choking out a Jewish man to death in fucking ha- Williamsburg because it it'll happen. never yeah, fucking it'll happen. happen. So like, is it not happening? Is it not being I'm, recorded? I'm, I'm what is sure, happening? I'm sure if it does happen, it's it's so minor and and that's like that's just not the story. That's not it. That ain't it, Chief. There's a there's that's, a hashtag. People are more focused on the actual issue at hand, but also like I just I. I'm positive probably that that doesn't happen. <gasps> That's what I'm saying. To go on the kind of other side of that, there is a hashtag called hashtag my white privilege that shows people who have been in scenarios where they should have been for all purposes arrested for what they did. However, they because they were white and they I mean they were willing to share their experience online using the hashtag my white privilege, they were able to show that had this been anyone else, person of color, whatever it was, they they would have been arrested. Dude, and this, this is maybe tough to, tough to dig through right now just to find things, but no, 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 um, I'm not, no, okay. I'm not. <laughs> okay. I mean, listen, dude, I'm the expert on what, on this particular topic. I'm the white guy that got let off. I'm him, yeah. bro. I am him, dude. I, do you know how many oh narcotics God. felonies and violent crime felonies I was up against where they were just like, hey, Mike, I got to tell you, man, 
just do better. Just do better next time. You had a great lawyer. <laughs> Bro, I'm the first to admit it. And, 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 you know, like, yeah, like, were some of this charges fucked up? Were there other f- factors at play? Of course. But something tells me that after my second narcotics arrest for heroin possession with intent to sell, Jerome, who gets more time than Brandon, mm-hmm. Kanye West, gorgeous, everybody knows the song, I would have been in jail. Yeah. Not not going back out to get more heroin to sell. You know what I'm saying? And so, dude, like, bro, I fucking know that story. Mm-hmm. I know that story. You know what I'm saying? And it's fucked up. It's fucked up. And, it's, and it sucks for me to say that I should have been in jail. I don't want to say that. Right. I say it all the uh, time. Yeah. Or dead, Mike's right? A, Mike's a walking miracle. This men should either, again, be in jail or dead. I, I, I also just have to, com- like, knowing everything we just talked about, I have to commend all, all the, the black people that uh, were marching at the protest yesterday, and especially the ones who got in that front line. Mm-hmm. And, there, and, and there was one uh, woman who was so vocal and so powerful and inspirational. She was commanding a, a group of like a thousand protesters because of how, how fiery and passionate she was. And uh, that video with Kiki Palmer that went viral. Did y'all see that? Mm-hmm. You didn't see that? I did not. Kiki Palmer snapped. She, um, no, unfortunately I couldn't see anything online cause uh, it was all black boxes. <laughs> <laughs> you make, you make a good point. Let, let, me, uh, let me play this video. Saying once the looting starts, the shooting starts. You have a president talking about the Second Amendment as a use for people to come out here and use firearms against the people that are protesting. This is the messages that we're seeing. I don't know if you on social media because the news don't tell you everything. But you have to pay attention to what's going on or else we're going to we have a a president that's trying to incite a race war. And when the borders are closed, we can't leave. You have people in here that need your help. This is when you and y'all. So she's talking to the National Guard and. We got the privilege of walking up during this moment. Like we really, yeah, dude. I was, I'm two feet behind the person filming. Um, and she, he's she, listening. I like the, that the, guy, the, bro. They all were, they all were listening. I, I believe this is the National Guard. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, what's the uh, determinant between telling the difference between um, the, you, an, an, an the army cam, versus National the camos Guard? and M16s are usually the giveaway, but, no, but army. Uh, it wasn't, wasn't the, the army, ar- no, the army, I thought the army was coming at a certain point. I don't believe the army no, was I'm deployed. Mistaken. Okay. Um, there was threats. Yeah, of, there was threats of it. But yeah, they were listening. It was. It was. It was awesome. And this officer was like, "Listen, I. I. I she wanted them to walk with her. He's like, I can't. I, I have to stay at my post. Uh, but I walk with you to the end of the street. And um, Kiki was like, "Yeah, oh, that's not. That's not good enough for me. And um, he offered to take a knee, and we all did. Uh, Kiki left, but everyone else took a knee. He took a knee, and it was just a. It was a very beautiful mm-hmm. moment that I'm. I was happy to be a part of. And then I saw this video go viral, and I said, "This is. This is. This is what we need right now. It's everything we need." Shout out to every cop and every uh, uh, National Guard soldier that that did this, that had a conversation, that met with the streets and talked about it, took a knee, took a walk, whatever you were able to do at your post. Like, this is the stuff we need. This is how you make it work. Bro, at the uh, at the protest, there's 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 some stuff that was. I mean, you know how often I'm mistaken for Jake, right? (laughs) Yeah. So so given given the looting story about J- jake that just came out can you can you imagine like some of the reactions i was actually pleasantly surprised with how many people didn't confuse me yesterday there was probably like five some some of the reactions i got i was i was standing on the front line and this kid goes yo yo hey weren't you just looting oh, God. <laughs> and like knee-jerk reaction i was like no that was my brother and he goes so he was looting i was like wait no no <laughs> fuck no. No, no, no. I, I go all right so a no that was my brother b he, he wasn't looting no please please just, I'm Logan. Hello. Yeah. He goes, Yo, Logan just admitted his brother was looting. That's what that. he said. <laughs> Fuck. 
Danny said, he said, yo, Logan just admitted his brother was looting. And then, and then, and then I'm walking up Vine Street. A girl passes me and sees me. She goes, oh, now he wants to protest. I go, please, that was my brother, please. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. But people were so, I don't know, dude. It was just so, I, I was affected. I've, I've already said it, but please go attend a protest. The energy and like, you can't underestimate the power of a group of people with the same goal in mind. I also, I, 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 also I, I, I tried that first day. I tried. I went with you. It, we went at the wrong time. All right. What do you mean? Well, what I'm mean? just, no, I know you're not, but I, I just, I, you know, I'll be honest with you. Like, I, I'm a, I, dog, I if felt you little, hit a mile, you're going to have problems. You, that's not why. I would have lived. You're okay. doing great. Okay. You're What's, on Twitter and you're doing great. You, you got a voice. We were leaving <laughs> and uh, there are these workers boarding up, uh, very sad, boarding up um, a, a small business. And I go, and I, and they, one of them recognized me and their son's like, or he's like, can I take a picture from my son? He was like, yeah. And, I, and he goes, do you want to take a picture with the drill and, and that? Like, he said that. Stop. I swear. Stop. I, and I go, I go, no, <laughs> please. No. no. He's talking about the infamous picture of the girl with the drill faking to fix a window so that she could post it on her fucking Instagram. Oh, <laughs> thank you. She goes, thank you. Boyfriend of the year award. No, no. But I, yeah, that kind of thing. Let's. What that? What happened? Oh, I. They said that. Yeah. So, yeah oh, shit. I know. It was good. It was good for me. I just like you know. I love Jake. I I don't I don't love tra- I trash and Jake. I want him to do the best ever. And he will. He'll come back. He's gonna kill it. He's not even come back. He here. I mean, he here. He gonna go. He'll go somewhere. I have to take another shot at myself, and I think one of the biggest things. That people can do right now is step away from yourself, look back inward Mm. and say, what am I doing to actually make things better? Because I have been so fucking guilty of, of, of inflaming and igniting further divisive speech. Now, now not to cause riots and stuff like that, but just like, how much more do I have to bash Trump? How much more do I have to bash certain things? What I want to focus on right now is the solutions. We all know the problems that exist in this country. If you're still asleep to problematic police malpractice in this country, you will never wake up. Unfortunately, you will be left in the Stone Ages. You are you will you will be fro- cryogenically frozen in your belief and left to perish in a pit yeah. of of demented thought patterns. And I'm, I can't help you. I cannot help you. Okay. But let's talk solutions. So I think Mike, we your, started your, that today. Your question was, what am I doing right now to help? Yeah. And to be to be honest, the answer for a lot of people could be nothing. Now, that doesn't get you anywhere. To say I'm not doing anything to help, that's not the right question. The question could be, how can I be of service? What, what can I do? What can I do? It's not what am I doing right now. It's what can I do? How can I be of service? Sounds like how can I help? I'm sorry. I don't that's do the fine. word stuff as much as you. I'm that's not fine. A I know you speak from emotion. <laughs> Sometimes people think or uh, speak from what is said as opposed to how it's said. Cool. That's, okay. that's fine. Okay. And again, the, the, it's just framing the question because the question you ask gets the answer. I might not be doing something. Some people could be doing something to yeah, help. Yeah. That, what am I doing right now to help? It, there could be positive answers, but it doesn't keep the ball rolling, you know, cue ball into the eight ball in the corner pocket. We need to get to the next steps. What can I do? And that question is a hard question. And it might not, the answer might not come today. It might not come tomorrow, but it might come a week from now. A month from now, as you continue to get more educated on the subject, reading more books, talking to more people, having positive bro, bro, civil I, discourse. Wait, wait, what? We just touched on this so many times. Like I know. 
Well, told you in this podcast alone exactly what to do. I'm going to give you three. Again. Yeah, let's do it again. again. Let's cover it again. easy things. Love it. Two of them are just, I want you to watch. Because if you start this, I promise you will be the catalyst to you getting involved or feeling some type of way about this movement. Watch the 13th on Netflix. Watch when they see us on Netflix. Three, just go to go attend a protest. Feel that, feel that fucking energy. Get yourself involved. Just show up. Have a conversation. That's it. Talk to people. You ain't doing anything anyways. It's quarantine. Which which brings me to another question. <sighs> we we want we to miss this. <laughs> How will the protests and large gatherings of people affect the nationwide mandated obligatory quarantine that somehow is we've completely forgotten about. Let's hope we don't see any outbreaks, can but we, it's entirely possible. How can we not? No, Everyone's I, immune no, system is shot on, right now. Hold on. Can we please, on the next episode, at least devote 15 to 20 minutes about to, to, to talking about some of these like conspiracies? Oh, yeah. We bro, bro this like one, this, 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 is, this, this is crazy. So like, you've got a, you've got a, Global pandemic, which embarrassingly takes an outsized amount of lives in America. That story starts to heat up in a big way. People are like, yo, that guy's responsible for 100,000 dead fucking Americans. And then all of a sudden, out out of nowhere, you get the uprising of, of the fucking century that somehow pushes COVID so far back that the same people that were like, do not come within six feet of each other. You will die immediately are in the streets standing next to people without masks on. Well, police officers or people in police outfits drop bricks off at corners for people. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on, dude? What is going on? Cause here's, here's a real problem. There's a second outbreak. We're fucked. Fucked. So Fuckity fucked. Yeah, the economy's in the garbage can at that point. Economy's already gonna go there. It's, dude. Oh, for sure. Unemployment is sure. higher than fucking it will ever be. It's a ma- we're in a messy situation, but I oh, don't because, because here's what's fascinating. I if 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 we make it past this uh this global uprising and everyone's a-okay and there ain't that many spikes in the COVID cases, then what does that tell us something about COVID in the I, first I don't place? know. Like, I where, don't. Where, I, where are we? I don't know. Here's the thing, and this is why I wanted to bring up the the conspiracy. the conspiracy stuff. There, there are so many. There are so many rungs that you can be on yeah. on the understanding of dialogue, news coverage, media, and propaganda in this country. I like to assume that you and I sit, or the three of us sit somewhere in the middle rungs. There are people at the very bottom whose eyes are completely closed to everything. They see uh, a a news cycle that changes and they're like, well, this is the big news today, but fail to understand how the news cycles are intertwined or fail to believe when someone says, we have proof of MKUltra. We have proof of this. Mm. We believe that stuff. Mm. Then there's a wrong way above us of people who are actually pulling the levers on these fucking things. Yo, this is, uh, this is a, lighthearted just a a example an analogy yo the president's under major trouble because of this covid thing we need something now that changes the discourse in this country and the dialogue needs to go to something else but what would be big enough the the death of a, a black man at the hands of police who then you know ended up in a strange uh ambulance that was 
police officers instead of medics who didn't try to revive him at all. They just took him away. That happened? Yes. And all of a sudden you've got a 50 city burn down and a dialogue that completely doesn't distract from COVID. It erases it. COVID does not exist anymore in this country. I wish I could call you crazy so bad. Right no, 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 now, mate. But I no. just can't. I am not. I have no evidence. I have no reason to believe it. I have no, nothing whatsoever. All I'm saying is whether it's to talk about it for fun and we do that because I know there's people out there who love to listen to it. Some of the shit sometimes just gets a little fucking no, wacky, it's, bro. It's, it's just it, you, everything you said is true. It makes no sense. We just want to get the story. What what happened? Again, what happened here? Where's the truth? Why? Yeah, and what, it's, it's fair what? to say that we definitely don't know where it's coming from. So you can't assume. No, who's of course. That, I'm not, like I said, that could, dude, it could be anybody. Trump, Trump may have done a better job than who? Who really knows? And 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 people will be like, oh, well, what about the stuff you're seeing on, on the news? You can't believe anything anymore, yeah, dude. Yo, also, also watching that documentary, uh, the Thirteenth on Netflix, made me realize like how how. Uh, how smart the people at the top are. They are extreme. <gasps> yeah, they're stuff. top wrong. Beyond, beyond comprehension yeah. smart. Um, and they know how to manipulate a narrative a certain way to, uh, again, further their agenda. Um, so, yeah, definitely be con- conscious I, of dogmatic <laughs> thought in that regard. You, now, there's need, not you only- need to de- define dogmatic, and here's yeah. why. It's a, I love words. Mm-hmm. Since high school, I've never been able to wrap my head around dogma, f- like fully the idea of dogma. Sure, pull, pull I, I, I have thousands of times. Yeah. I, I even like semi, but like dogmatic thought elaborate or just dot. Yeah. And Clyde to lay down principles as incontrovertibly to true. Meaning there is only one truth and anything uh, opposing that is wrong. Is wrong yeah. Which is we, as we know, completely false. At one point we believe that the, uh, the sun revolved around the earth. That was a dogmatic thought. Yeah. And eventually, the ties turned and the world flipped. And it depends on whose school of belief you you uh, 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 you listen to. Both Aristotle and Plato have very different thought patterns on this kind of stuff. But, like, for example, do you breathe, are you breathing oxygen right now? Technically, yes. But, but dogmatically, dogmatically, yes. Air is a mixture of lots of different. So, so, but is is oxygen a part of it? Yeah. Can you say that without any shadow of dis of doubt whatsoever? Using scientific research, yes, I can. Okay, Reasonably but but, but there are there are philosophers that uh, that are assigned a certain a certain school of thought who would say that that scientific research is irrelevant. It's not the re- so it it, it I all mean, but that doesn't help anything. That no, doesn't I know. get any answers. What I'm trying to say is be cautious of the information you ingest so that you don't necessarily believe that one specific thing that you see on the news or in someone's yeah, yeah, social yeah. media post oh, or something worst. is true. Misinformation. Can, can, yeah. can I ask you guys one last question? <laughs> this is funny. When uh, Alex Jones came on the show and we blacked out with him, unconscious blacked out, drank bo- bottle after bottle of vodka, he, he, ate pizza. He fucking blacked out. I I, I'm going to go back and watch that episode, by the way, because yes, facts, facts. He blacked out. We, we, we lightly encouraged and drank alongside of him. He told us about um, the Chinese growing a virus in laboratories there <laughs> that could potentially affect... The uh, the globe and and I laughed at him and I said you're a fucking idiot, dude. And we, we collectively, bro. No, no, no. I'll t- I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Bro. Ignore, 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 forget about it. And okay. I'll tell you why. When you say so many things, what, well, something's gonna happen. One of them's gonna. Happen. <laughs> I swear to God, I could, I could say ten things right off the bat right now that sound fucking crazy. And one of them will work. In the next 365 days, one of them will happen, guaranteed. Wasn't that episode like four hours or something? It was, bro. I Very I'm. Long. We should so watch we had, that we had a lot again. To say. Very long. 
Toussaint, I want to say thank you, man. Thank you for that great conversation. Yes, we talked sir. for probably an hour and a half about this, and you really educated me, and I learned a lot. Thanks there's for educating my white friend. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot more Please, I have I- to say about this, and I, I'm definitely going to continue uh, talking about everything that you showed me. I hope I was able to say everything correctly um, and amplify your voice because, like I said, you educated me beyond anything that I had originally thought and have really improved my ability to help out in this place. You sound like you love the guy. No, that's all. I hope he does. Max, Max, I want to meet this guy. Here's what I've been watching to educate myself. How'd you find this one with 3,400 views? This was on Twitter. I just pulled it up. I don't think this is his account, but uncomfortable conversations with the black man. Um, What's it it about? It popped up on my Twitter and it's just like questions that us as white people may not have ever asked. Yeah. Or because, because we were scared to. It's it's super cool. I think I think everyone can watch this. This guy's super articulate, and it'll help you understand if you don't. Shout out to uh, Sean King for doing what he's doing. Shout out to uh, all the good cops. Shout out to all the peaceful protesters once again. And today felt a little bit calmer, but with the same eagerness to create change and spark actual reform. And let's fucking do it. Let's do that. Let's let's you know. Let's stop fighting each other. I said I said it the other day. I think we'll get more done holding hands and throwing fists. I really do. I think we need to find out what the bottom acceptable rung is that everyone can agree on, and let's start enacting change. We'll climb from there. You got to start small. Let's start small. Danny, what time are we at? No. One thirteen. All right. So I mean, I guess we could wrap it up, right? I have some fun stuff I want to talk about, but let's just make this uh, a uh, change centric podcast. Yeah. Uh, impact centric uh we'll we'll get to the fun stuff next week yeah it's a, and, and and we'll be back next week vlogging and stuff but yeah it's this was uh more important to us than anything we're doing because again there's a there's a window here for opportunity and we will not be on the wrong side of history i shall ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to this episode of impulsive hit that subscribe button if you feel like you can follow us on instagram at impulsive shows little clips little tidbits in case you don't want to watch a full episode get it we totally get it and uh, we're going to go to a protest. I'm going to go to a protest today. Mike, I'll, I'll, I'll FaceTime you in. I'll face I'm going to go back to Twitter fingers and talking to Sean King yeah, and shit. Boy. What about hey, uh, some links in the description below? As always, as always, there's one, there's one link. It's it's uh, the most effective we've found. Uh, it kind of directs you to wherever you decide to be. You want to learn more. You want to donate. Uh, you want to uh, do jumping jacks. You can can we put books in there? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Can we put books in there? To, like, you to can't read? do anything in there. It's not your link. So. He doesn't. He doesn't live in the description section. Shout, shout no, out! I'm to- sorry. I'm sorry. What? Can we put books in there? Where? In the link. In the no, it's not. We. I. I didn't make the link. Oh, he it's- puts one link. That's a link tree of a, a bunch of different things. That's the one link he puts in the description. That's what he's oh. saying. Uh. Also. Uh. Also. Uh. Shout out to whoever created this Instagram story yesterday. And I don't know if anybody else saw this, that you could swipe up on that instantly drafts an email to the Minneapolis government oh, that was cool. to uh, force or 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 create uh, the, the need to charge the other officers involved in this case and to upgrade Derek, upgrade Derek Chauvin's charges. People were going nuts with this link. You swiped up, it created an email. And today we have new charges. Yeah. And and, it, and a part of me feels like you can't really deny the fact that when a, when hundreds of thousands thousands of people g- gather together with a very similar cause, shit's gonna get done, and that's yeah. what we're seeing out there. So keep fucking doing it. Let's go, all right, guys. Uh, bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.